1: AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes.
0: So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. O'Reilly Auto Parts, man, they are in the business of keeping your car on the road. They offer friendly
2: and helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. You know the jingle? Oh, yeah. We're going to do the jingle at the end of this. Nice. I all can't right? wait for it. Yeah. So listen. Listen to the end. They've got thousands <laughs> of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your car. Need your windshield wipers replaced? A brake light fixed or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, they're friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by. O'Reilly Auto Parts today, or visit us at o'ReillyAuto.com. That's o'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Ow! No. <laughs> <laughs> you better put that in there.
3: What do you think? Did he get him?
2: I am weird, dude. You are weird. <laughs> 12, Mr. Dalen Hart Jr. <laughs>
4: That family picnic sometimes
2: gives you more than just a pane salad. That's the voice of my co-host and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Mike Davis. We're screwed. What does that mean? No, we're not standing in that box together in our underwear. <laughs> Aren't you kidding me, Mike? Oh my God, that is hilarious. Hey everybody, we're back again for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download in the Bojangles Studio. And I'm here with my co-host Mike Davis. How you doing, Mike?
4: I'm doing well. Happy Halloween to you.
2: Yeah, it is Halloween, um, and uh, a lot of things going on out there. One of the things is going on. You know, I love my dirty rice. Yes, you love dirty rice from Bojangles. Yeah. Well, you can get a free regular size dirty rice using the promo code Dale when you place the order on Bojangles.com. So you can go place this order online. That's right. Or they have an app as well. Um, there's participating stores and this is through November the 22nd. That's code Dale, D-A-L-E for free dirty rice with your online or Bojangles app order. That's fantastic. Dirty rice is good. Really good. I go for some right
4: now. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. I had a small breakfast. Is that right? Yep. Cause you had a day today. You, you've actually started off. You, did y'all go to a Halloween parade or something? What was it? Well,
2: uh, I had a man. Uh, I don't know if I can articulate this or explain this very well, but I had one of those nights where you're, um, you know, you 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 go to bed, and you go, you're, you're asleep, and you wake up. I woke up at, like, I woke up, all right, and I'm thinking, all right, it's time to get ready. I set up. I pull covers off, and I throw my feet on the floor, and I set up on the bed, and I lean over and look at the clock, and it's 2.30. Mm-hmm laying back down (laughs) (laughs) and this happened over and over and over like every probably 45 minutes to an hour and I don't know what it was but um so me and Amy had this conversation the other day and we were talking about you know you know she made this comment that sometimes I would like you to do things and not look at it like hey I'm helping my wife you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: She's like, hey, go do it. You know, just get up and do the damn dishes to do them. Not, yeah. not th- and don't look at it like, check me out. I'm helping you.
4: Like you deserve an award right, for it. Right, right, right. And
2: we've talked about this on the show, right? And so uh, I think that I had it in my mind when I went to bed that I was going to get up this morning and help I, Amy get the girls ready because my selfish ass usually gets up and gets in the shower, and then I come bebopping downstairs, and I'm like, "Okay, ready to take one to school." Right. You've got them up and ready. Right, right, right. Actually, Nicole goes later, so she's not; she's still asleep at this point. But Amy does get up, get out of bed, get her dressed, get her ready for school, go down, pack her, pack her backpack, make her some breakfast. pee the dogs, right? Because um, they're at your ankles
4: right and, and so everybody wants fed gotta feed yeah, them. yeah
2: yeah and then i come barreling downstairs and grab island go. but i had it in my head this morning man i was gonna try to try to get up and and help Amy with that process and uh man i kept waking up from 2 30 to three thirty, four thirty, five thirty. there you were nervous yeah
4: <laughs> and but i mean all this responsibility that i have not signed like, up for has got me up all night not <laughs> like
2: not like waking up and peeking at the clock and all okay it's not time Go back to bed I mean, like, throw your feet on the floor, sit up straight, and and be like, it's time. Yeah. Yeah, go time. Nope, not time. Not time. Now, Reset. Look, look over at Amy. She's not moving yet. And then her alarm goes off. She'll snooze about three or four times. And I don't know, man. I just, uh, it's a weird morning, so. You're probably
4: tired. I you don't even know it yet. I'm always tired, buddy. Well, maybe but even more right. so today. Yeah, maybe more so. If you didn't get a good night's sleep, yeah. At our I'm age, of, dude, we can
2: Fill myself up with some caffeine. Yeah. I've been pumping it in there good since I got up this morning. I'm gonna keep it going
4: all day. But going back to your point, this is where you could use some dirty rice because you've had a morning already. I you, would you, like you, to eat. <laughs> but I bet you if I ate about if I ate the uh the free regular size
2: dirty rice that comes uh using that promo code Dell, I bet if I ate that,
4: yeah. I'd likely go to sleep. Well here's what we can agree on. You deserve it because of all the work you've been doing yeah. this morning. You deserve I, something free. I'd probably go right to sleep, Mike. <laughs> <Okay>. Well, <laughs> Yeah. it wouldn't be the first time so oh you okay you okay what, you all right what, what happens? happens What this happened is there? my voice ever since i got sick yeah. it just goes into like i'm yeah. in puberty or something uh-huh dirty rice I'm <laughs> gets me all choked up it gets me all choked up it's <laughs> emotional god yeah all right i'm back
2: you're hey i noticed i i had uh i got i got a you know some sinus infection or whatever like two months ago <clears throat> and ever since then man i've just had this sort
4: of it, know. it lingers yeah it's been lingering like i can't laugh without coughing right yeah. now like if i laugh about something all of a sudden i go into like a smoker's cough exactly yeah it's annoying i did
2: have uh you know the i had like a lot i had so you know they tell you when you get kids in school they're gonna go and they're gonna get things and bring things home and all that stuff and yeah we've been dealing with that that's not you know we kind of figured out okay this is you know yeah you're gonna get sick a little more often than normal but i got sick about two months ago man and then I had pneumonia in the middle of all that and kind of was in and out of, like, different infections, right? And so, and I only recognize this because I don't even think about it until I go into the booth. And when I'm in the booth, uh-huh. and I'm constantly mashing the cough button and clearing my throat stuff. I was doing it this weekend. I'm like, God dang, I've literally spent more than half of my NBC season Clearing my throat on this damn show <laughs> on these broadcasts over and over and over. Like I haven't had like a hundred percent feeling great, clean day, right? Right. Um but yeah, that's neither here
4: nor there. Mike. It's here because we don't have a cough button, so our we dear don't. listeners are gonna have to yeah. just bear with us today. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that. We ought to have those. Yeah. Maybe it's an off-season yeah. project, it's a post-production thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Chairs. Yeah. Now put 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 a cough it's, button it's, on, the on the list. Yeah. Just
2: a little button to mash. They're fun. They're fun to mash those buttons. Yeah. Well, uh, and I, you know what? You can have one that I can mash, and just you could hear me. That'd be I cool. I'd, talk like, back. Then, yeah. Yeah. I'd like Yeah. I'd like to be able Mike. to talk to you guys. Like. And Mike Some could point. talk back to you. Yeah. Hey, ask Dale this. Hey, tell Dale to shut up. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey agree with me. Agree with me. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with me. That's what that button would be used. Agree with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just have a button that just says that to them. I You that. don't need a button for that. You no, no, Just no.
4: give them the look, and they know. Oh, Dale wants me to <laughs> agree. I with want.
2: Him. A, I want a button that they. It just like it's not even my voice. It's like a robot voice. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with it. Mike shows up in the booth. <laughs> agree <laughs> with Dale. Yes. yes, yes yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that falls. Yeah.
4: yeah agree with Dale. Time to agree. That that would be great. We should yeah. have like a laughing can, an applause can, like all those things right. just hit the button. That way even when we're completely off base, we have crowd support. You know what would be fun?
2: Remember um to have somebody in the corner with all those sound effect things like the original yeah, traditional like, a like 19th yeah. Yeah. No, not a soundboard. Oh. No. Like the real physical objects that they used to use back in the 50s and 60s. Like, like <laughs> props. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like prop like the shoes, the shoes clock, clock, walking. Clock, clock. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yes. That is so foreign to Andrew right now. He has no yeah, idea now, what we're talking about. And, you know, and, and I thought Andrew would. Well, Andrew's yep. still, he's,
2: he's still catching up. I like,
4: thought
0: I was agreeing with like Dale a, and I missed the he's point. He's an
4: old soul. Yeah. Is he? Because like the other day, <laughs> I'm going to give you an example. Now, this <laughs> There's a movie that I just assume everyone has seen and everybody knows lines to. Like there's always those movies, those classics. And Shawshank Redemption is one of them. And I brought up Shawshank Redemption the other day in the office. Andrew, completely Never seen it. Doesn't know anything about it. And I'm like, what? Wait a second, Andrew. Now that one's not that far far back, is it? But yeah, we're still educating him. I had a killer Seinfeld reference on DBC. Yesterday, you did. That, that was actually funny, but no, yeah, no nobody got, got, it. got it. No one got you it. You did have a good Seinfeld reference. Yeah. a lot of stuff going on on DBC this week, by the way.
2: I uh, yeah, I knew that I wasn't going to have to come in here today and say anything controversial because
4: they were going to cover it all. <laughs> they were. Um, and. By the way, you can be Brett Griffin's idiot for the rest of time, and it will not beat the idiocy that he did this past I week. I saw it. Did anybody yes. call him out? So yes.
2: Well, let me ask, uh, uh, before you answer who it was. All right. So we're I'm riding home with TJ from the race Sunday, and he told me about that. And I said, TJ, if you do not have him as your idiot, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. Right. I mean, you're just. I'm, I'm gonna call you soft. That's right. I'm gonna say you're scared to call I'm scared you're I'm gonna assume that you're just scared to put him on the spot. Right. And he's like, Well, there's so many competing idiots this weekend. I'm like, Nobody
4: was that not big more of an than idiot. that. Well, that was pretty <laughs> no nope.
2: pretty much far out. He's got the lead and then some.
4: No, yeah. He just won it for the rest of the time. And to be honest with you, I I recognize that it's bad podcasting to not tell you guys what exactly he said if you don't know, but to be honest with you, I'm too uneasy about it to even bring it up. I don't wanna say it. Yeah. It's just you'll have to take our word for it.
2: And we could tell you that Brett sent an unfortunate tweet, but I mean, that's sort of but they, every, right. every that day. Doesn't, that right? doesn't narrow it down. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: of all the unfortunate tweets that he has ever sent out, even he says yeah. this was a dumb yeah. one. <laughs> well,
2: it's probably, as unfortunate as it was, it was probably a good thing for him to go through. Why? How so? Kind of like a buddy of mine told me the other day. He's like, my, my child just got their driver's license, and they had a one-mile-an-hour fender bender in the very first day. Uh, and while it was innocent, I was almost thankful that it happened because it got their attention, right? To right, be like, hey, right. man, I better pay attention. Won't do that again. Won't do that again. I don't think that this is going to have that much of an effect on That's Brett. That's what I was going to say. On that logic, you think Brett's going to change now? No, he's not going to change entirely. But it was time for him to get checked. <laughs> well, that He did has it. ran amok <laughs> this year. He has been he's been out of control.
4: Out of control. Out of control. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, at times, extremely uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Chicago. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> we'll just say. I mean, you know, we I, you know we see it, but uh. So I was kind of like, all right, that's probably that's good for him. He needs to get a uh, get get knocked down a notch. Little humility never hurt but, anybody, yeah, right? That's right,
4: that's right. Well,
2: anyways, so who called him the idiot? Everybody. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think he was. So TJ ever- got
0: off the hook. So th- there was was TJ uh, off the he, hook. He was kind of calling. Brett was calling himself an idiot, but then Eddie Gossage tweeted about Denny Hamlin. On Monday morning, and that took a lot of the. But that wasn't TJs. Wasn't if I, re- I don't
4: remember who TJs was. I
0: can't remember right. either. But,
2: but, but, it, so Tj, you know, being doing Tj things, probably didn't pick any of the obvious idiots. He probably picked some. He probably went went to the Xfinity race. low hanging fruit. He did. Didn't I'll he? have to
0: go back. I have to reference I, the notes. It was already forgettable
2: what Tj did. You literally were there. This happened yeah. yesterday, Andrew. Yeah notes <laughs> was,
0: it was a two, it was a two and a half hour show. i don't remember and you listen andrew to it.
2: <laughs> you're too young to be forgetting what you did yesterday he, here's i the told thing. you he was an old soul yeah he but, remembers
4: <laughs> everything from 20 years ago but nothing in the last week our buddy jeff gluck was on door bumper clear and Je- brett griffin was jeff gluck's idiot of the week the year yeah. the day the hour the rest of time, Jeff Gluck made Brett. So, I mean, they talked about it at length. So, he yeah. did not get a, get a, you know. No, get I'm a, saying
2: did TJ get off did the
4: hook. Did
2: TJ get off the hook because he wouldn't press Brett? I think that TJ's a little intimidated by Brett. Really? Said, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I got that vibe in the car ride home. I was like, come on, man. You're going to call him the idiot? He's, that's an obvious. It's an obvious. It's an he's, obvious. He's by far. In a way, the biggest idiot that I've seen this weekend, considering everything that happened. Well, and TJ's like, I don't know. There's a lot of idiots out there. I wish I could
4: remember what someone said.
0: Someone said like Joey spinning Ty Gibbs was worthy of their one idiot. Nah, that might have been what TJ said, but I can't confirm or deny.
2: Yeah, TJ would not call. Oh, he would call Joey
0: because he's got that
2: animosity. He's got a little. He's fee. Hurt feelings still honestly don't remember what nobody is, understands the connection i think of I, course yeah I no it, right? yeah, yeah. I a spot it.
0: for joe logano
2: maybe uh oh if tj did that that's low that's low man
0: <laughs> i'll uh
2: i mean we're just assuming because
4: nobody can remember the notes weren't really <laughs> specific enough
0: so now i'm texting brandon the other <laughs> the other editor
4: <laughs> on, who <TJ's laughs> <video was. laughs> on who tj's
0: idiot was i'll yeah. get back to it, you m- not memorable it wasn't. <laughs> maybe to
4: TJ. Made some memorable podcast. That was my point. It's like we've already forgotten what TJ did. So like <laughs> that's, that, that, that is maybe a bigger issue. All right. Finally. We finally <laughs> succeeded yeah. to giving TJ a little <laughs> Now we yeah. can move on. All right.
2: It took me like 10 minutes.
0: It was the Joey. It was
3: Joey. It was? Oh, yeah. my
4: gosh. No wonder we forgot. for on. Tie. TJ. What a, what a cop out. That is so easy. God. <laughs> and just, God. Nobody even knows that that happens, really, without, um, you know, without Denny bringing it up on the podcast. It's
2: not an, it's not even that. It's,
4: it's not a big it, deal. It's not it's
2: an idiot. Like, no, but it's not an idiot move. Yeah, I mean, it's no. a move, if you want to call it that. Or it, <laughs> right. you know, he dumps the guy. <laughs> oh, TJ. His view of the world, man, is something <laughs> else. It is something
4: else. I wouldn't know it. He uh. doesn't ever say it. He doesn't give a, a Oh, yeah. He's, he, yeah. He, yeah, he's dodgy. Yeah. He's a Switzerland. Guys. He's dodgy. He's Switzerland. He's dodgy.
2: Experience the thrill of the racetrack like you're in the driver's seat with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite racers and feel the rush of every pass, pit stop, and victory like never before. Right now, new customers can turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet 5 on anything to score big, no matter what goes down on the track. The Championship 4 is set, and even though a champion will be crowned this weekend at Phoenix Raceway, anyone could win the race. Teams will be putting it all on the line, so be sure to tune in to Dirty Modo as they handicap the field and recommend bets to watch for the 2023 season finale. With props, parlays, and more— There will be action to follow all race long. The action doesn't stop until the checkered flag drops. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and join with code DALE. New customers can bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's code DALE only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. For state-specific disclaimers, check the show notes. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash auto racing for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance,
0: eligibility, and deposit restrictions apply. The Dale Jr. Download is brought to you by ZipRecruiter.
1: You going to any concerts this summer, man?
0: I am. I'm seeing a concert in June. Hardy and Kit Moore.
1: Love Hardy. In
0: uh, Charlotte. I was so stressed getting the tickets. I'm going to be front row. I'm, gonna, I'm in the pit. When these tickets go out, man, I am online as soon as tickets open i don't want to miss a thing
1: yeah you you know you got to act quick yes and when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for a business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up mm. so what's the best way to do that zip recruiter zip recruiter finds qualified candidates fast and right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com dale jr
0: ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Jr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Junior ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
2: Let's see, uh, let's talk about Martinsville. Justin Allgaier wins and advances to the championship four. So, a lot happening there at the end of that race. Um, let's, uh, where do we begin? I mean, um, the so Sammy Smith, right? Sammy Smith, he's coming here to drive. We're pumped about that. Dude ran a great race. I saw him afterwards. And uh, I was like, you know, hey, I would, I'll be honest with you. I would never run that race if it was one I'm gonna pick one race to run a year. That one ain't even on the radar because of the craziness that happens at the end, right? I don't I don't know that many people want to be in the middle of all that. And um, even the car even the guys that are out there at the end of that race didn't want to be in that, but didn't have a choice, right? It's like where we're all headed it is like a it was like a bunch of guys in a in a in a rubber raft. Uh, they're going, hey, man, we're going to paddle down the river, and then they got into the rapids, right? They're like, oh, That's we're exactly in trouble. what I was
4: thinking. Yeah, now they're in big trouble. <laughs> right. But can, they don't, They can,
2: nothing they can do, right? Can they, go, you jump out, you're going to get smashed up in the rocks. Right. Yep.
4: All right, you can so ride it out. You
2: can ride this out.
4: Ride it out, hope That's, for the best.
2: That was what the last restart was like for the whole field.
4: Okay, rafting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> out of control rafting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you put yourself there man in that raft i mean that's exactly where i went when i was watching the race
4: <laughs> i was like this is definitely a raft and i i just feel like i mean i kind of had flashbacks of ptsd running out of gas on the pontoon yeah. i had all these moments but it definitely i was in the water <laughs> so um <laughs> shivering cold out it was deliverance yeah. that's yeah. what it was it, it was, was deliverance, deliverance at the end of that yes. race. just hot enough that the it sun's beating is. down yeah. on you. i heard yeah. a banjo in fact at the end of that race it, it was, was deliverance. Uh,
2: it was a mess so Anyways, uh Sammy did a good job. It's good to see him run well. Um He
4: got screwed. Everybody wants to talk about bad teammates at RCR. I think we could kind of talk about JGR first.
2: Yeah. Honestly. So he was asking for the bottom. They and the wanting the 20 to take the top in the second row, right? Of the of the final restart.
4: Final restart.
2: And John Hunter Nimichek takes the bottom. Sammy takes the bottom. So now Sammy's lining up fifth.
4: Because he was committed to the bottom, thinking that was part of the team right. plan.
2: Yeah. And uh they, the car that lined up fourth on the outside, wins the race. That's right. Right. So, and, and Justin Algar. That's right. Justin was going to line up fifth. That's right. If Sammy takes thirds, Justin was going to take fifth. But it actually worked in our favor because of that little disagreement. Whatever, whether it was a disagreement, misunderstanding, I'm not sure. Sammy, after the race, uh, appeared to feel like that that you know he you know John Hunter wasn't a great teammate, blocking him on the restarts. And impeding his progress He had some runs And opportunities and, and and You know I really wasn't When I was watching it I didn't even pick up On all that I mean I'm watching it I'm watching John Hunter I'm watching all the moves Everyone's making It had to go I didn't see In the moment I didn't go Damn John Hunter Just blocked the Out of Sammy And
4: ruined Sammy's chance To go through Right Yeah it would have been hard to Because of all the chaos Going on there was in the front so much other happened. <laughs> right. I mean
2: they were all right. They're all right there Right Yeah But I'm just saying Uh it wasn't until after the race when I heard comments I went, oh, okay. I really didn't, I really didn't feel that way in the moment. But yeah, I can see that. I can see how that would, I could see how you could expect more out of John Hunter in that moment. Um, and that's interesting. Like there was was there not conversation early in the week? Like John, you're through. You're locked in. Sammy, we're giving you every chance in the world. He had an amazing car, the best car. Just, you know, kudos to. Joe Gibbs Racing for bringing the car that he needed to the racetrack to win and go through. But all the, you know, they didn't talk uh, team strategy, teammate strategy even. I mean, we do. You know, we, we set up in our meetings and go, hey, teammates, all right, this is what everybody's role and job is, all mm-hmm. right? If you're in this situation, this is what we kind of hope that you choose. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would be curious as to how the other teams handle those conversations and if they debrief and the teams tell the drivers sort of certain expectations.
4: If they didn't before, certainly after what happened last year at Martinsville for JGR would would lend you to think that maybe they do kind of have a, a bit of a plan or a bit of, advocate for team chemistry. Being the fact that Ty Gibbs took out Brandon Jones and cost him a chance from being able to go compete, so same thing happened again. And and the thing about it is is that you know the 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 feeling was that if sammy smith could get around john hunter and me it was sort of game over like like he was ser- the class sammy of the field sammy was that good and so there was a couple restarts not just the one on the end but the one before that where john hunter ended up getting punted out of the way but there was a bit of block i don't i don't think that was anything bad but just if sammy would have ever got around john hunter it was sort of that was kind of how it was going to end and uh Boy, the the, the bigger issue goes back to, was there actually a complete, uh, I don't know, whatever you call it, like a a complete uh, just disregard of team orders uh, to take the top versus the bottom? That would be a problem.
2: Yeah, I don't think there was, um, I mean, I, I don't think it's that deep. I don't think that there were team orders. I don't think that there was a clear understanding for John Hunter on exactly what he was supposed to do. He was asked to do something. They didn't do it. But I don't believe that was determined before the race, right? Hey man. I, I just don't Okay. I just don't believe that that John Hunter was told specifically this is how you gotta do everything, and he completely
4: disregarded it. I, I agree with that before the race, but in that moment, yeah. under that caution, yeah. the question is did, did he was he told to go to the outside there and I and don't get, know. Yeah. I don't know if he was told to go outside and just said no. Hmm. Um, We know this. Sammy certainly thought that that was the plan.
2: Sammy wanted the bottom, didn't get it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: uh, so that was interesting. Um, Hey, look, uh, you know, we're going to talk about RCR uh, who was right, who was wrong. I, you know, I've watched those last handful of laps. I got, I went, I went in the media center post race. I said, hey, as the as the as the owner representing the winning team, do you guys want to talk to me? If not, no problem. But I want to make myself available, um, <clears throat> and I want to do that because Junior Motorsports has no ownership representation. Otherwise, right? Um, Kelly and Lw Rick and all them <clears throat> aren't aren't available in that moment, and so when we do win a race. I always go to the media center and ask them like, Hey, if you need me, I'm here. If not, I'm, you know, talk to the driver. We're all good. Uh, but they wanted to talk to me. So I talked quite a bit about RCR and in, in that, in that press room after the race. And, um, you know, I've watched and I called the broadcast. i watched the race. I watched, uh, Creed and, and, and all of that. And honestly, I've watched it since I, you know, said, I said in, uh, the office yesterday and we and watched the last restart multiple times. And, man, I just don't see anything wrong with what Creed did. Yeah, me neither. I even looking at, you know, what was deemed or, or considered a break check by some people in three and four, I don't think it was. I think that he got, you know, I think that he got ran into and was his position in the middle of that corner was not a good one to be able to get on throttle and exit out of there. He was aimed, uh, aimed toward the gate. And he had to stop the car to get it to rotate. get To get the front to turn and be able to then throttle up out of the corner. And and uh, as he's braking, the twenty one, throttling up. And it take a whole lot to knock the dang radiator out of that 21 car. You know what I mean? He hit him hard, but we saw many cars knock the hoods off of their cars throughout that race. And survived that, right? Now... it's easy to knock the damn radiator out of a car at Martinsville. I've done it. But he was, you know, the 21, unfortunately, um, you know, knocked his out in that moment. But I don't think it was like this intentional, man, I'm going to slam on the brakes, screw this 21 car. Because, I I mean, there's no way, there's no way that Creed isn't trying to get to the finish line first. There's no way. The last, the only thing, only thing in Creed's mind in that very moment when he slams on the brakes in the middle of three and four is how do I how do I get there before everyone else Mm -hmm. and how do I how do I get my car off this corner and so you know I just don't buy it I don't buy that he did this intentional thing um, to to hurt his teammate or to you know he was I don't believe that in that moment there was there was spite leading the charge in terms of emotion and, cho- and decision-making, right? All right. Um,
4: Can I just add one thing? Oh, there's a lot to, lot more to add. Okay, Go well, ahead. I don't know where to – uh, I think because I, I told Justin I wasn't going to bring his name up, but I, I will in this case because I, I had to ask Justin what what he saw. Yeah. And he brought up a couple points that I thought were interesting, and it's about this very thing. One is you, got, you can't lose sight of the fact that I think uh, Sean Creed would have known what everyone was bringing to the fight when Austin Hill went and knocked John Hunter Nemechek out on the restart with eight to go. Like, that was – that was if, if you had intentions, you go ahead and go, okay, well, we know Austin's planning to get physical here because he did go move John Hunter out, right out of the lead yeah. on that. So, he got that in your mind, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, on the last lap. Everybody keeps bringing up the brake checking, and that's why I was really asking Justin. I'm like, what? W- what am I to make of it? I'm just looking at a bunch of guys at Martinsville trying to make through the corner, and you know, and nobody's doing a good corner. And he's like, he thought that, and I could see this. Like he thought that, Sheldon's probably thinking going into three that Austin has made his move, and they got rough, and that therefore Austin is going to try to get behind him and then move him out, and yep. so he is slowing down, in anticipating that move. It causes him to completely butcher the turn, butcher the corner. He goes high, loses it, all that stuff enables Algar to get through. So those two things I thought are just worth noting. And that is one: you sort of think, you know you, you say to yourself as a driver, okay, he's going to get physical at the end. We know that he just did it; he just showed his hand. And then two: if in fact he was going to get physical, he thought that Austin Hill's only move to win that race would have been to get behind him and then root him out going out of four. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to the broadcast, that's my my comments coming down the back straightaway. Yeah. The 21's going to lift. The 21's trying to get behind him. The 21's going to try to run through him. And they, you know, they both when the 20 the 21 makes a hard lift in the breaking zone to 3 and slams into the the 2. You know, and I don't, I, I don't think that was like I'm going to door slam you. I think it was him he's trying to slow down and get left behind the two, before that hole closes, obviously, the two is also trying to figure out how to defend that, right? right? And they'll also, like, if they want you to stay on the outside, they'll also, the inside car will overslow on the entry to three, mm. right? Mm-hmm. To keep you from being able to get behind them and then shove you out of the way. <clears throat> and so there was a lot of that happening on that entry, right? right. And then you got all the other cars piling into that running down in there, bam, 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 you know, several rows back, popping popping everybody in the back end. And when you run into the back of one of these cars, they go straight. A lot of times when you run in the back of a car in the middle of the corner, it drives the car tight. That means, and when that happens, the guy that's getting pushed isn't going to throttle up. He'll just drive it right in the fence. So he's got to slam on the brakes or do something to get the car to cut and turn. It's just a lot happening there. And I don't really think anybody was Doing something, I don't think anybody was doing anything other than I want to be the first one to the checkered. Yeah, that's all that matters at all costs. And, um, you know, there's a lot went down at the end of the race. Some comments, Richard Childers had comments about Sheldon, um, and uh, Andy Petrie walked up to Sheldon, which that went viral on social media. I listened to Andy's uh, comments about that after the fact, um. You know, the, so uh, the knee-jerk reaction from, you know, the instant reaction. I won't say knee-jerk. The instant reaction from, from Richard going immediately after Sheldon, calling him one of the stupidest drivers that he's ever had. Um, uh, Austin clapping to the two, two pit box. All of those things are, you know, they're heat of the moment you're pissed, you're mad, it's short track racing, and that sort of short track racing mentality comes out where you're, you know, you're going to maybe do some things that I promise you, you want to dial back. Um, Richard Childress may not ever admit it, but in the back of his mind, sitting right now, today, as we're talking and you're listening to this, he probably wishes, I would bet, there's a 75 percent or better chance that he wishes he had never said that about Sheldon Creed after that race, even if he believed it. Because you don't want that in the universe. You don't want people. You don't want that thought. Richard Childress does not want the world to know that he believes that Creed's the dumbest driver he's ever ha- hired. He doesn't. It came out in a moment of, you know, in a moment of anger or whatever. But if you asked him that question two days later, he'd have a way more measured response and probably wouldn't have been so, you know, outright rude about it, right? Don't you believe that? You have to believe that. I want to believe that Richard Choder certainly
4: feels like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. I, I want to believe it as well. I, I guess the thing I took away from all that is that I was reminded – you know, everyone's hurt in this moment, right, in this moment um, after a race like that, but maybe even leading up to the race, Sheldon's already gone, or he's, you know, he's a lame duck in this case, um, we know that Richard Childress Racing, uh, you know, they take things personal, and you know what, I would too, there's a lot of things that have happened to them, whether it's Denny, you know, taking uh Reddick straight out of him the way they do it, I mean, like, I would take those things personal, it hurts, right, and so, Whatever happens that you, you got a bunch of a bunch of people that wear their emotion on their sleeves. And I love that about Richard Childress Racing. I love that about Richard, Andy, all of them. Do they wish they had that to do over again? I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I just think that they're all hurt, including Sheldon Creed. And so when you have these moments, emotion takes the wheel. Logic gets in the back seat, And, and that's what we have here. And I don't think anybody's right or wrong. And I don't you know, maybe they have a chance to walk it back. Um. I noticed on, was it, uh, yeah, it was on door bumper clear this week where they were debating with Gluck about whether that's a PR nightmare. I don't, and this goes to your point. And I, and my, my thought on this is I don't know that it's a PR nightmare at all for Richard Childress racing. Cause I think they just were being honest in a moment. I don't think that's a PR problem. Um, so the question is, do they regret saying it? I, I don't know, but I don't think they regret it so much because it's a PR problem. I think they, they, they said what they said. Um, I don't know. Do you do you think it's a PR problem that they said? Not, I know you wouldn't do it, so you're a driver. But I'm just saying they're they're a different breed.
2: I don't think it's a PR nightmare, but it's definitely not a great look. Um, yeah. It ain't a good look. Um, you know, I, I I love Richard Childress, and I I have a personal connection to that organization, and nothing will ever change the way I feel about them. I love Andy Petrie and what he did for my father as a crew chief. Yeah, you know, I didn't love what I saw, and. Dude, I'm not perfect. I I can't imagine what I would have done in that same scenario, but I would hope that I I would um, have tried to keep it level. Uh, I thought Creed did a really good job in his post-race interview with everything coming at him, right? I mean, I don't think he knows what Richard said in that moment, but he said, look, I tried to give him a chance to race. Look, I'm watching the replay as as I'm giving this interview. Creed watches the replay while it's while he's talking. He's like, "I that, I, that instance, that instance, that instance. I still let him. I, he's he he, he lived to race the next corner, right? I moved him. Yes, everybody was moving everybody, uh, but I didn't back him in the fence, and he's still got a shot here. Um, I thought Creed did a pretty decent job of of being, uh, you know." I think everybody really agrees with what Creed said and explained about his post-race thoughts about what he was doing on the racetrack. And I listened to Gluck on DBC, and um, I feel like that the majority looks at it and goes, I don't see a problem. Mm. Um, and But I want to, you know, Richard is Richard. Richard's real. He ain't going to hold back. But, you know, I just... Felt bad for everybody in that moment. I felt bad. Me too. For Creed, I hated seeing Richard uh, in that mode. Um, I think the Andy Petrie thing wasn't quite as a big a deal as it looked visually and op- optics wise. That looked bad in the moment, but after hearing Andy discuss it, he was like, "Um, you know." hearing his comments about it it, 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 it kind of took some of the sting out of it for me but um, you know it's just a bad deal yeah. I, I um the other thing too is um, this is like that relationship right between you know this is like the relationship between two celebrities that doesn't work out and, and you never learn the truth right about like why, why that fell apart. Right. You know?
4: I do know what you mean.
2: And so, you know, there'll be these things in life, man. You're like, well, what happened there? Why did that not work? And you never learn the truth. And I think this will be another one of those cases. I just, know, knowing what I know about RCR and the way I feel about them and, and what I know about their track record, there has to be more. There is, yeah, I agree. This isn't just, oh, Creed's leaving and we're mad and we think he's not a good driver. There's got to be more that has been going on in the last two years to sour their opinions of each other, right? Yeah. Specifically, RCR's opinion of Creed. I don't know what it, well, I don't know what that is. Whether it's little smart-ass remarks or just lack of effort,
4: I don't know what it is. Well you've sensed that just in their statement to say that Creed wasn't going to be back next year. I mean like just everything kind of had a little bit of a bite to it. Yeah. And it does. I yeah, there's definitely this palpable tension yeah. that that must be fed from who knows how long back, uh, how long ago. Yeah. Um you're right about that. They they all looked like there's this this they're all hurt, they're all tense and and we just kind of saw the last straw almost, yeah, right? There's
2: more, there's more to the story, and I don't know that we'll ever know it, and maybe we don't need to know it, you know. But um, <clears throat> it's going and, – and Austin Hill says that he can't wait for Creed to go to Gibbs, basically blowing up the, the rumor uh, and giving up the information of where Creed's going next year. I think most people had heard and and, and assumed that he was going to Gibbs – but it hadn't been announced. Um, and he says, you know, I I don't have to worry about him next year. I don't, I'm glad he's going over there. I don't have to deal with him. Well, I think that that's actually, actually, I would, he's going to have to deal with him, right? <laughs> he's going to be driving in a Gibbs car, arguably in a faster car, right? So maybe you got to race him more i guess i nobody,
4: nobody wants to jump in that raft with you <laughs> i'd be worried
3: I,
2: would, I mean if i'm austin hill i'm like damn if he if this is how he was as a teammate right if he was this part of a f-ing teammate to deal with in in the b car right imagine him in a better car All right not my teammate and pissed off yeah because of what happened at martinsville now i think you do got a problem buddy I think you do gotta, you know. I
0: think Creed will be out to uh, settle the score. Hell yes. Freddie mentioned on DBC that at RCR Fan Day, which was this past week, Sheldon Creed, like when he was making his appearance, said on stage, "the next oppor- the next opportunity I have is like gonna be the best, you know, one in my career at RCR Fan Day."
4: So you want to look at reasons why they might be pissed off leading into the race? That right there would yeah. be a. A huge one. You don't say that at fan day. Took a day. dig yeah. on their – he took a dig at them on their own property. On, yeah. Is what you're in saying. Their own fa- yeah. In
2: front of their own what people. You're, what you're telling me is that he walked into the building and said, I, I'm looking forward to next year because it's going to be better. It's, in front of all of their fans that are there to, to adore them. and Right.
4: Oh. Yeah. I mean, listen, whether or not that's what he intended to do, that's yeah. exactly how it's interpreted, yeah. and I wouldn't be any different. That would be a dig.
2: Well, I think that, you know, if if Austin Hill had his way, right, he's going to go into the Gibbs deal, be better, and he's going to race the shit out of and beat and make, you know, Austin Hill's next year miserable. He's not going to – Austin Hill's not free from this, right? Yeah. Um, now, Austin Hill would do himself a big favor taking his first tour through the museum at RCR. Which <laughs> you said that last week. Yeah, and then and, and then trying to – Draw some of the power, <laughs> some of the some of the magic from within those That's museum funny. walls to be able to
4: uh, you know go
2: to the fight to good fight.
4: Um, you don't want to piss that bunch off. Go through their museum, learn everything you can about it. Yeah. Know their history because that yeah, yeah they they hold a grudge. Hey, I want to say this though, and um, I, I got
2: one more thought. Oh yeah, go ahead. All right, so um, to your last point. Okay. Um, RCR. Are pure racers. Yep. All right. If as much as maybe we uh, didn't love everything about what went on at Martinsville, there's no denying that when you look at you know kind of the roots of the sport and the men, the racing mentality and and what what people in the industry in the in the garage were like in the 70s, 80s, 90s, they are still that. They are still grinders, racers. Of course, they have you know modern technology, and they utilize all that, and they have engineers, and they're all you know they've embraced the, the the current technology. But in their minds, it's you know there's in their mind there's a single code. You abide by that code. You race and you and you live it and you love it, and it's like nothing else matters. And when you deviate away from that, that's when they. That's when that's when they look at you as different than them, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're then you're no longer like them, like or like minded, and you know it's just interesting. I which I think that that's great that they carry that personality because there's a lot of teams has sort of went in a more polished corporate direction that and they present themselves as such, right? White collar, tucked in, black slacks no you know facial hair rules and like that right um you know that is not rcr
4: no but it's for that reason dale that i don't know that i'm so quick to assume that uh richard regrets his comments i think he is what he is he i don't said think what he said. you know what i'm saying i agree with you that yeah you would hope that he has some regret about that because it was not a good look i agree with everything you said about that i just don't know that he regrets it
2: regretting it and wishing you hadn't said it's two different things okay so, you hear me? I don't think, I think that he believes what he said even today. Oh, but wish he had handled it better. I think that he wishes that he had not voiced it. Gotcha. It's yeah. like use your inside voice, right? He could, you know, he probably maybe wishes he hadn't have said a certain driver that was work, you know, that he hired was the dumbest driver that he's ever had. I mean, that's right. just, that's a big, that's a big, what other owners out there being that cavalier right with their emotions and thoughts
4: right and you know even in its best case scenario all it does is force all of us fans to go back and think okay can i come up with a dumber driver that richard's ever hired which is immediately what we started thinking like all right let's look at the old rcr roster right but we got
2: to thank richard also because that did allow us to uh crown
4: brett the idiot of the week that is what <clears throat> came out of this yeah so yeah thank you richard <laughs> don't change yeah i, I want to say um uh, going to the good side of the story justin Algar winning we've said it on this podcast so many times but when you can see some emotion out of you know where the drivers or the team or the yeah. crew or the when you get to feel the the uh the joy of victory yeah man junior motors short junior motors will just put that on display in this win right can we get that on a t-shirt junior motor shorts <laughs> junior motor shorts did you hear that did you hear the eddie DeHunt radio call yes oh man it's yeah. so good it's so good nascar put that out yesterday i yeah. mean like that is pure emotion and justin said he goes i heard sounds coming out of eddie DeHunt, who's his spotter that he has never heard before and that's right that's just pure pure pandemonium joy i love that about it um so yeah we'll, we'll save our phoenix stuff for yeah. the thursday episode yeah. but um, that was a good win <laughs>
2: I'm looking at my phone mic, and I'm approving a graphic about an announcement that I'm about to make sometime today or tomorrow. I know <clears> this <throat> announcement. Yeah.
4: We could tease it, but we can't yeah. announce it.
2: I'm going to run a little race in my late model car.
4: Oh, he did more than tease it. <laughs> <laughs> he practically right. announced it. Well, <laughs> there's a few out
2: there. There's a few races. Could be anywhere. <laughs> um, but, yeah, stay tuned. Follow our social media handles for that. Um, so, forgive me. Listen, man, the mar- let's go back to back to Justin, back to winning, back to all of that. I was up in the broadcast booth, going through the broadcast, living all that, right? I don't know what it was, but when that race was over, I didn't have any, I didn't have much joy. I didn't have much elation. I had only relief. Mm. And I had, I felt like, I don't, And I don't know exactly why that was. I know I'm 100% I'm thrilled in the moment. I'm thrilled that Justin is going to go ra- get a chance to race for the championship. Cause I badly wanted that for him. Right. Yeah. Saw him post race fi- at Phoenix last year and me and him hugged and cried on pit road because he had, you know, he wanted this so badly. Right. And we keep, keep slipping through our fingers. And I told him, I said on stage at Victory Lane in Martinsville, I said, "You remember that moment, man?" And he said, "I that I had a, I had that on my phone as my lock screen all off season because I didn't want to do that again. Mm. It was like a reminder of well, I'm, why I'm going to go back, and try harder. And I said, "Yeah, let's not have that experience this year. Let's win, right?" Um now <clears throat> I do know that Sam Mayer's also trying to go win a championship for us as well. And I called Sam this week, and I said, Sam, you're the favorite. This is before Martinsville, obviously, he had a rough day. But when you look at Homestead and everything in the playoffs, I'm like, you could legitimately consider yourself the favorite going into this deal. You're not not the underdog, buddy. Go in there with your chest out, you're the man to beat. Go in there. There's no reason why you can't win this championship. You're not lucky to be in the four. You're a legitimate contender and can go do it, right? And I really feel that. I genuinely feel that. Had he been able to make it to the Final Four last year, I'm not sure I'd had a ton of confidence in his his potential to go there and and beat those cars. Yeah. But I really believe that he is on level playing field.
4: Yeah. Because of his maturation – Yep. right because you know a year yeah. ago just yeah but going back
2: to you know the race it you know I'm in that booth and I'm not an owner until the seven cross the finish line call that race completely clean and unbiased all the way up until it's over um and now I have emotions in that booth when the seven cross the finish line you certainly I was happy about it but Man, the the crashing and the, Jeb Burton smacking the wall wide open, all of the cars in laying there in front of us, the you know on fire and 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 just body panels ripped away. It was hard to be um, elated, and um, you know so we finished the broadcast. I go downstairs. I see Justin. I go into the media. And then I went to the truck or the bus and had something to eat. You're not quite elated because the job's not done. you got to go to Phoenix and try to win a championship. Right. But it was also so, it was just relief. Like, because, all right, man, everybody here got wiped out and we made it. We didn't. You know, we did. We We, right, we knocked the right front off our car, bent the wheel and probably right front suspension. I walked by the car in the shop today and it's probably going to need a front clip, maybe a rear clip. But uh, probably gonna have to put a track bar mount on it. But uh, so you know, every car in the field just was destroyed. yeah, you know And so it's hard to get it's hard to it's hard to get go down there on that front straightaway and celebrate like you traditionally would in, in a, in a, in a win when the rest of the field is laying there in tattered pieces.
4: <clears throat> I don't know. It feels wrong. It feel I felt bad for you personally. You don't you don't fault the team for showing elation, right? No, no, no. Yeah,
2: yeah. They can okay. do whatever they want. drive right, it. of you know, Justin's in the car. He feels Absolutely. a certain way. That's fine. But for me, as an owner, looking at it as other owners are sitting there picking up the scraps. Sure,
4: it's completely. I understandable.
2: felt like I felt like. Damn, I don't want them to see me <sighs> celebrating in their celebrating sorrow. in their right. in their. Yeah, it was a weird feeling. And two, you know, you're trying your hardest during the broadcast not to be the owner. It, it's hard to put that hat right back on, right? Um, but anyways, it was a weird feeling. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, but hey, we're going to Phoenix. I'm gonna do the pre race uh, for the Xfinity race, and then I'm done. i I'm gonna Good. go to the pit box and figure out where we need to where I should stand and try to try to. Just enjoy the race and I won't have to work the rest of the day. Um, And hopefully we're celebrating a championship, man. We're working hard to put ourselves in the right position. I mean, we're sitting here recording this right now and that shop is full of people bustling around making sure that, I mean, this is it. This is it. This is the most important week. And this will be the most important minutes that those people spend inside this shop. NASCAR history and heritage come alive at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Celebrate my fellow inductees Donnie Allison, Jimmy Johnson, and Chad Knauss with their class of 2024 artifacts enshrined in the Hall of Honor. Don't miss the Ford Performance Showcase. It's a new inside NASCAR exhibit that showcases the Ford Mustang's next-gen car through its design and innovation. The latest edition of Glory Road explores over 75 years of racing history, with its cool 33-degree banking and 19 cars on display. On Mondays and Fridays, there's guided tours that take you behind the scenes with incredible stories and access to a NASCAR Hall of Fame insider. Or you can explore the hall at your own pace with the new mobile hub. It's a digital experience. Get behind the wheel of a realistic iRacing simulator. Or you can learn how fast-paced pit stops work with the Pit Crew Challenge. From the legends who shaped the sport to the new heroes earning a spot in the record books, the NASCAR Hall of Fame delivers an unforgettable experience. Book your visit to the hall today at nascarhall.com.
0: If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing? or the neighborhood best, and why can't all this information just be in one place? Dalton, this probably sounds real familiar to you.
1: It does. I just bought a house last year, and you know, you asked, uh, why can't all this information be in one place? Well, now it is. On homes.com, they've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools, and their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history.
0: Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com, we've done your homework. In the cup race,
2: um, Ryan Blaney wins, had a great car, fast in practice, did a great job driving through the field. Uh, That was a fun race. And NASCAR did a good job. Goodyear did a good job bringing a tire that rubbered up the racetrack and challenged the drivers, and they were sliding around and running different grooves. And um, Blaney did most of his passing inside the top five on the top of the racetrack, not even on the bottom. I mean, that's really cool. Good yeah, job. He was ripping that Good top. job, NASCAR. Um, good job, Goodyear. I mean, look, I say – you know, people hate when you pray, when you praise NASCAR. I see it on my social media. They're like, ah, you're just a – you know, you're just you're you're just a NASCAR fanboy. You love everything they do. You never criticize them. That's not true. But I got to tell you, man, I know how hard-headed they are. And I know how hard-headed Goodyear is and how hesitant they are to get outside of their box, their comfort zone. So Goodyear got burned a few times, man, big time, right? And they decided like, "Hey, it's bad for our they're not in the bit. they're not in NASCAR to make money. They're not. They're not making money. In NASCAR, they break even. They build those tires. We race the shit out of them, and it all pays for itself. They're making money during the week selling tires to all of us customers on the street. And if all their racing tires are falling apart on the racetrack, they don't sell many tires on the street. So they cannot have problems on Sunday. <laughs> Can't have them. That's right. Right? And they did. They've had a few days And uh, it felt like when the Indy deal happened, and there's been some tire issues since then, but it felt like when the Indy deal happened where the tires were out in 10 laps and people were blowing tires and ripping the quarter panels off their cars, Goodyear said, you know what, we're done trying to make uh, softer tires. We're going to just make a tire that we know won't even get close to, you know, failing. And they've hard you know it, it's we've pushed drivers have pushed and pushed and pushed them to go back in the other direction and try to make a tire that wears out right and that's not in their best interest right to make a tire that wears out and falls apart and, and is hard to deal with tony stewart got out at atlanta and blasted them for their terrible tires one day and he did that a lot
4: actually yeah. more, more than just Atlanta.
2: <laughs> I read a, I read another article about a and I might have read it on this show where one of the manufacturers of tires was asked why they weren't an F1 and they said well, we're not in F1 because F1 would need us to build a tire that would degrade and, and wear out and that's not what we're in the business of doing. We're in the business of making tires that last thousands and thousands of miles and and so it goes against our our idea of why we make a tire. And so I thought, man, I'm gonna I'm, adapt that to NASCAR and Goodyear, right? And they're they're sort of that's sort of the, probably not the exact same mentality in the boardroom, but it's pretty much the same, right? So this step for Goodyear to go and put a tire that has more rubber on it, right? That raises the potential for heat, that raises the potential for chunking, blistering, all kinds of issues. Um, it was. For the most part, untested at this racetrack, they ran it some at Richmond. Uh, it did rubber up the racetrack, but it and it did all the things they hoped it would do. But it could have went the it could have went wrong. It was a risk, and it was a risk on arguably the second most important date of the season because you got the championship next week. Four players right trying to get their or eight players trying to get their way in, and you're going to bring a new tire that's really not got. A ton of, you know, you don't have a ton of notebooks on this tire, but the teams didn't complain. NASCAR didn't complain. Goodyear pulled, uh, pulled the tire out and made it happen, and it worked out. I applaud that. Thank you. Um, you know, (sighs) otherwise, man, I mean, we probably still would have seen somebody bump somebody out of the way, but there would probably have been. 75% Seventy-five percent less passing with the old tire. I like to call it the three-thousand-mile tire because it can run <laughs> forever and never lay a single track of rubber down. It's amazing <laughs> that tire. Um, anyways, uh, pretty cool, man. And Blaney, uh, yeah, obviously, I'm still uh, my pick, still alive. How about that, huh? It's like I knew what I was talking about. I know I've been really fortunate. Um, it blow. That's that,
4: not the most amazing thing. I've been most really fortunate
2: that Blaney has really done an amazing job. The team is fast. They hadn't been. <laughs> the, the, the they are.
4: Uh, no, they are now. But I'm yeah. just saying
2: is that uh, it didn't matter.
4: It, they, I know they had all the good stuff on the
2: shelf till the playoffs. <laughs> they just ran, like you knew they would do. They February. came. They came into the season, were kicking ass, and then they were like, hey it's some good <laughs> we better save this put it on the shelf yeah <laughs> that's
4: what they did this is the deal. i just I, I i just wasn't looking forward to dealing with is the one that he he was right back in february <laughs> oh, yeah. the, and, and even when penske looked like they were lost out there for most of the year they now
2: started strong man blaney was okay, fast fine. out of the gate
4: but then again it's like just what logano did last year right yeah. logano you know a forgettable regular season goes in there wins a the championship
0: I had no idea where your Blaney pick came from in February. <laughs> right, and even at the beginning of the playoffs, I'm like, "This is not. This is not gonna last." And now he's Who's got f- life. Yeah, yeah, life? He's, honestly, he's probably the favorite. <laughs> right, right. He's got life. <laughs> but
2: boy went
4: out there and stole, <laughs> took it from him, took it from him. Yep. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> I got nothing. Who was your pick, Mike? Denny. <laughs> who? Denny. Oh.
2: Yeah. Well, what happened? There? No life. <laughs> we no got life. no life. Nope.
4: Not, we. We had life.
2: No more life. Shoot. <laughs> Speaking of Denny, man, you think that he enjoyed his uh, season of podcasting? Yeah, I
4: think. Listen, I certainly have, and I think a lot of people have. I mean,
2: no, no, you no. Like doc- my question, what? my question is, did Denny like podcasting this year? Yes. Is Denny going to do his show again next year? Yes. You know that for a fact? Well, yeah. You, Denny you change his mind in a heartbeat.
4: Well, he'd be breach of contract then, wouldn't he? Look, you don't need to <laughs> pay Richard Childers, You don't need That's to That's why put I that out have there. confidence that, yeah, I think he's doing it. Let's dial it back a little bit, Richard.
2: <laughs>
4: Jeez. Hey. Um, That's an underrated I'm, comment right there. Huh? That's an underrated comment by you. No, they're going to get that when they listen back.
2: <laughs> I was just curious if he really enjoyed it cuz i mean you know there's there's days when he had to go in after you know obviously like hey this this week you know doesn't make the final 4 has to go do a podcast doesn't he could say i don't want to do my podcast uh but he has to do it
4: he does it put it out i saw it i've been retweeting it uh are you are you trying to say that this has something to do with him not making the playoffs no 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 okay i'm just I,
2: saying there was some other moments during the season where i'm like I wonder how Denny's feeling about having to go and do his podcast right now because the last 24 hours have been pretty miserable for him. Yeah. well, And I know he is a moody-ass race car driver just like I was. You know how – I mean, dude, you know how I was when things weren't going good or something bad happened on Sunday? You think I was going to go do a podcast at, you know, midnight?
4: No, but I don't think you and Denny are the same people. Denny needs an outlet. Okay. Denny, if Denny doesn't have a podcast, as we remember from last year, yeah. Denny's just going to go All right, put those opinions out somewhere else. Okay. And so uh, for that reason, this, do you get burned out after a long season of anything that you do? Yeah, of course. I, I, I don't think that that's uh, I would love saying too much, but I think that Denny likes being able to have an outlet.
2: I would to- love to hear his unfiltered opinion about his experience this year podcasting. All the way back through, um, you know, the penalty with with Chastain at Phoenix, um, all the way, you know, through the the long winter or the long summer, you know, stretch, uh, going through the playoffs, trying to focus and all that, and and still having all these, uh, you know, these obligations that are, you know, which the podcast is one of them. I just love to hear
4: his true. You know what we ought to do, and opinion. I think he would be up for it. Is that we ought to just bring him over here and let's just ask him. Yeah. He would absolutely do that. It would be fun just us have a kind of like a um, an open conversation about the year with actions detrimental. I think
2: it'd be interesting not only for me to hear you to hear, but also other drivers to hear.
4: Heck yeah, man! Right? Listen, because of of course you know we the hill that we like to fight from is the one that looks for people that have transparency and personality and emotions and all that stuff. And you don't really get it from the the crop of drivers anymore. I think Denny's sort of the old guard. Now, especially with Harvick leaving. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I, I've always said that uh, even if you don't like Denny as a race car driver, you're not a fan of him, you're going to miss that candor when it's gone. Yeah, I You're going to miss it.
2: I think even the haters are good are, are understanding that at this point. I hope so. I think the podcast did that. They were like, you know, before you had the podcast, they were, you know, his haters just, uh, you know, just – Got to, you know, just got to hate on him. And now I think once he does this podcast, he, even the haters are like, you know what? I, I, I still, I might still listen. Uh, I still hate the guy, but, uh, you know, it's a driver doing a podcast and it's one of the drivers that's, that owns actually owns a team. And, and there's a lot of, you know, he's talking about a lot of different, you know, things happen in the industry and I, and I'm learning information from this and it's informative. Exactly, um, And so, yeah, but anyways.
4: I you, just, you know who's come around a lot on that? Who's that? NASCAR. Ooh, NASCAR. NASCAR did not love the fact that he was going to be doing a podcast called Actions Detrimental at the beginning of the year. But now, and know, I'm not going to call out people by name, but they actually are enjoying the podcast, and it's it's actually helped the relationship between NASCAR and Denny, I think. Let's hope it stays that way. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that they won't penalize him for stuff. I mean, yeah. he's good for a couple <laughs> penalties a year. Well. <laughs> sort of like how yeah, you kind of budget that you're going to lose about 100 points, yeah. <laughs> maybe some money. Yeah. I think they probably plan on that. I like that, man,
2: because I want us good. to have a great relationship with NASCAR. Yeah, yeah.
4: me too. Um,
2: so uh, t- I didn't go to Martinsville Friday. There was an Xfinity practice that I didn't work. I was at Tony Jr.'s wedding. Tony yeah. Jr. got married. Tony Urie Jr. Yeah, Tony Urie Jr. Um, it was a great ceremony. Uh, and I, uh, you know, it was great to see Tony Jr. I got to see my brother Carrie. They live right next door to each other. And um, Tony Sr. and almost all of the eight Bud Crew were there. Yeah. Uh, so I got to see all of them. Troy uh, Troy Prince, one of the guys that works on the team back in the day, brought a side of one of our old cars down. Like a side panel. Super Speedway side from uh, like 2002 to 2003, 2004. The the car had raced a handful of different races. It was a good good chassis for us. Um, Won some races. And so uh, he brought a side down for me to take home and also got to see Neil Bonnet's son and grand, grandson. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now that's neat. I had a picture taken with them. I was going to post it on social media, but ha- just hadn't got around to it. But, um, yeah, it was great to see them. And I never see them, never talk to them Harley. But I, our dads were like brothers. And so when I see them, it's like family. It's like you don't – even if you didn't talk to them in three years, you're like, hey. Yeah. You know, our dads were so close that it's like a – we, you know – We've got this obligation, right to, to have a bond, which is which is really cool. That is cool. Yeah. that is cool. Good to see them. Um, yeah, I um, the hell else. Oh, I had this app I wanted to tell you about, Mike. All right. Um, and this don't have to make the show but and I really don't like promoting <laughs> um, that that isn't helping our podcast, but you may like this, okay. Let's all see right. It. So it's called the program. And um, I f- I like managing apps, like managing games, management games. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'm into one right okay. now. Okay. Are you? What it's called? It's a horse racing game. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I have some great horses now. It's In the fun folder, <laughs> I get it. it's foaling season. Just so you know.
2: <laughs> I might I might like to know what that is. Um, I like to. I might like to hear about your game. All right. I'll all tell right, you all about it. This, My is, wife it, will this kill is it. This is it. Um, it's. <laughs> It's called the program college football. Oh yeah, I'm interested. It is good. Listen, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I just found it the other day, and um, basically, you're you you run a college program, right? You scout and uh, you you train your team, and then you pick plays, and then they go play. You have no control once the game starts. Yeah, and then. At halftime, you can swap some plays in and out. You can give them a pep talk and do different things. And then, the game you know, the second half starts and you don't do nothing. You can't call timeout. Nothing, right? Yeah. And you either win or lose, and it's out of your hands. Love it. And then you, and you're and you in the, like, you're in this really low conference, and you got to work your way up through the conferences. Um, and you get different, you know, prizes for, like, shutting certain teams out or beating your rival multiple times or whatever. It's really neat. You ought to try it. I stumbled onto it, and uh, – I really enjoyed it. I, I um I like manage management apps, and I wish they'd come out with a, or I wish I could help develop. I wish I could work with NASCAR. Let me, <laughs> I wish I could work with NASCAR to help develop a NASCAR management app where you're like the you're Rick Hendrick, right? You're Rick Hendrick, and you get to do you got to do all of the things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so that I think that'd be pretty fun. I like management apps because for me, like if I want to play the game. The football game itself, like yeah. I'm going to get on the PC or the Xbox, right? Right. Play my that. iPad and my phone, I like the games, but I need them to strip down. I need them to be simple, and I need them to be quick pick up, put downs, right? That's right. You play a game on the Xbox, you got to dedicate, you know, good forty five minutes to an hour doing that. But with this, uh, with games like you know this. You know, you pick it up, put it down, play a right, little bit. Right, because most of it's all simulation. Move it I mean, along. Right? You yeah, just you make you some just decisions kinda, and let you're it just simulate. just kind of pushing it along, right? That's the way my horse yeah.
4: racing game is. What
2: is your horse racing
4: game? My horse racing game is called Rivals Stars Horse Racing. This? I mean, listen, I, I'm addicted, dude. My wife might leave me because of this dude, horse racing game. This looks pretty good. Because I'll sit there. I, I will sit there and be all like. All right, uh, I'm getting this. Oh dude, you, you will get addicted to it. I know it the graphics are nice. Um, look at all my horses. Look at the names. <laughs> Mike's horse. I just I just wait, wait, wait. T- <laughs> <laughs> Mike's horse. I love
0: that.
2: Mike's brown horse.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll read you some names. You ready? That's too much. My newest horse is Well, they're different colors. <laughs> <You> gotta differentiate. <laughs> There's private pile. You'll like this. Private pile. Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper. Are you impressed with Sergeant Pepper? <laughs> huh? Come on now. If, I am. I am if the horse is spotted black and white. Let's see. What does Sergeant like, Pepper look like? No, I can't help you there. Bamba Lamba Ding Dong is a horse. Okay. First Love, Mr. Excitement. Uh oh. You don't like that one, do you? You don't <laughs> like Mr. Excitement. Uh, Big Perm. Where? Little trivia. Where would I get Big Perm from? It's a movie. Oh, Don't man. look at me. Friday? Yes. Really? Man.
2: I'm surprised they're not Alabama 1, Alabama 2, yeah. Alabama 3, <laughs>
4: Alabama 4. No. And if there was at this point, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not.
2: Or it would be like Bama Lama. Alabama,
4: Saban. <laughs> Ramajama. Ram-a. <laughs> right, <laughs> it all references. No, I don't have that, but I'm actually impressed because I'm quite capable of doing that. You don't have one called Roll Tide? No. Man, that's a shame. I, I do have one called Crimson Bell. Does that count? Like, uh, No. Good. All Crimson right. Bale. I got away. Crimson Bell. I got right. a Lonesome Dove. Hey. Yeah, yeah, see? You're coming around. Look. How many horses you got? A lot. So
2: there's 119,000 that like this game, and it's a 4.8. And it's one hundred and thirty-seven in racing.
4: It's fun. Yeah,
2: I like it. Well, I'm
4: in. I, I'm going to get the college game. It has events pro, like um, live the events. Halloween event, live events. I know. I just won a uh, a, a good Halloween themed saddle pad the other day. That's awesome. It's so big do you deal. get do you throw? <laughs> so you running in races with other
2: people's horses against
4: their times? Yeah, against their times. Right, not against their horses, but um, but against their times, and then you you're gonna need to. We will not. Bore the shit out
2: of you with what I, the information that I'm going to need. We're going to sit in your office. We're not going to bore the shit out of listeners with this, but I'm going to go come to your office and get all the scoop. <laughs> I might not give it to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure it has a. Uh, I'm sure rival stars horse racing has a Reddit that I can follow to get the scoop. It does. Don't want to be such. A it guest. has a Facebook want, page or Reddit. Wanna... I'm
4: spending way too much time on <laughs> both of them. <laughs> all right. <awesome.
2: laughs> I'll be beating. I'll be. I'm not going to get
4: from you, and I'm going to come kick your ass. Yeah. My kids need therapy because they don't have a dad Crimson, anymore, but I do have good horses. Yeah. Yeah, Crimson Bell's going to the glue factory. Hey, you leak Crimson Bell out of this. <laughs> Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant Peppers is you, going yeah. to the paper factory. You talk about my mama. Don't what you they, talk
2: about my horses. What happens to them? They go glue, pa- glue or paper glue factory? Glue factory. Glue factory? Yeah. Right. Paper, paper factory. Paper factory. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shows you what I know. Shows, I mean, my horses won't be going there. Do you get to name what school you're you are when you're running the college program? Yeah, what's yours? Mooresville Blue Devils. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, it's a college. You just took the high, you plagiarized the high school. Well, what
2: college was that supposed to be then? You
4: make up one.
2: Mike's College. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the University of like, Mike like Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I I would have definitely done. (laughs) Mike (laughs) Mike Davis, you could be a. a I mean, they they do name colleges after people. Uh, But uh, like, be funny and do Mooresville Tech, or is that the name of the college you, the the? the What's funny
2: about that? Because
4: they don't have a football team. Of course, I
2: missed the joke. The Mooresville
4: Blue Devils is a high school (laughs) football
2: team that just beat Lake Norman to remain undefeated. Oh really? Yeah. So I was. Wow, I didn't know you kept up with. I was motivated. By okay. their by their success,
4: yeah. You're a sh- what, what is it? You're just like you are with NASCAR. You just everything Pro Mooresville.
2: I'm, just a, you're just, I'm yeah, you're sh- <laughs> just a bandwagon. I'm
3: on the
4: bandwagon while they're running good. fair weather. A, a shill. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I am gonna get that game. I need one more thing to keep me. from I have family. already downloaded <laughs> the one that you shared. Oh, you have?
2: Yeah. See how good a, of a friend I am.
4: You're a great friend.
2: <laughs> you're slipping.
4: Well, you know. I, no, shared
2: I shared something with you and you have not downloaded it. You want to do this in real time? Don't share songs and shit you like with Mike because he ain't going to give a damn about it.
4: <laughs> if I like it, I will. Yeah. I, I, I'll take it out. I'll look at it.
2: Don't I, send Mike any YouTube or or Instagrams. Nope. Why, have you done that? He, you haven't done that. Nah, he won't look at it. All right. And then you'll be like, hey man, did you see that uh, reel that I showed you? Sent you? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> what are you talking
4: about? Nobody knows what you're talking
2: about. Big, big liar. No, stop.
4: You, you, you don't even know what you're talking about. I send you reels all the time. You never comment. I think you're sending them to me by mistake, actually. <laughs> 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 I'm like, whoops, he he what must <laughs> not do. i like, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. I don't respond to it because I didn't think it was intended for me. <laughs> No, I know that it was intentional. Okay, I'll respond. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: Mike leaves this building and then just pretends like he doesn't know any of us. It's <laughs> 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 like, who is this? Oops, must be a mistake. He'd walk,
4: he'd walk right past you in the grocery store. And I bet you Mike you doesn't even have our numbers saved in his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It, just, it just like rings a number. He's like, oh, who's this calling? 704 number. I don't have it saved. Mike's employee one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> No, that's not true. I get everybody's, everybody. a great friend Dale, really. <laughs> keep sending those Instagram posts. I'm convinced? I'm could convinced. It, could, it be, could it possibly be? I don't spend as much time on social media as you do. It could be that. It could you're be.
2: making an assumption there, buddy? No, that's a good assumption. <laughs> I, making, I know that assumption. You're
4: making an assumption. That's a fact. Bullshit. Bullshit. Bull
3: bull <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our. Yeah.
2: We could go to our um view our uh, our screen time and see. Just who's, who's on social okay. media more? Sure, let's do it. Okay. What's your daily average? Four hours. Three fifty. Okay. What's your social? I said games, social, information, I and reading. I use mine for work, by the way. What, what's that? And then underneath that, it's games, social, information, and reading.
4: So, games. Well, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go back a like? step. Go back a step. Like, I'm.
2: Oh, see all. Wait, go to, go to screen time. See all activity. Click okay. Got yes, it. yes sir got
4: sorry it. all right here we go all right
2: so g- three and three hours and 50 minutes a day mike's just a tick more um i'm at games now what do you have i my, mine says games social and information and reading what are the do you have three topics underneath your hours yes what are they games entertainment games one hour eight hours and 35 minutes God. <laughs> i've been playing a lot of college football wow management
4: eight hours yes a day my team is good very, very good <laughs> mooresville ch- is very good very good Morsville. boy mooresville gets more attention from you in the in this hey, game than the actual they are, football team they you are from to be coach.
2: they are to be called the mooresville blue devils <laughs> oh, God. all right not the team
4: the team all right all right how about social one minute, bullshit today. Okay, that, but that, that, I'm just reading what he's asking for.
0: Oh, it is today. <clears throat> you gotta go to. You gotta go to week. Where the hell's that? It's I'm on week. Yeah.
2: All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. You're on day
4: at the top, very top, week day. Okay, all right. So games, thirty-one minutes. Games, thirty-one. Um, oh God. That's a big number. <laughs> What's your? But mine was eight hours and a, eight and a half hours. Okay, mine's seven. Okay,
2: social media one hour three minutes.
4: Thirty one minutes.
2: All right. Um, Insta. So, do you have when you go down to your most used?
4: Yeah, I don't have Instagram on my iPad.
2: Okay, do you have anything?
4: Uh, I have Insta- social social media related.
2: Instagram twenty eight minutes.
4: Um, I guess I guess I'm more. I, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, the best social media platform that I have on is just Facebook and it's 29 minutes. Yeah. That's a week? 29 minutes a week I'm, I mean I don't really
2: All right. Yeah. So, so and
4: then Twitter is t- 1 minute a week.
2: I'm 28 minutes on Instagram. I don't have I don't use Facebook, so Mike wins. He has one more minute of social media <laughs> So I'm way more on social yeah. media. You argued that I was way ahead. No, wait way a second. The question
4: is, is 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 YouTube considered social media?
2: I'm also in there.
4: Yeah, no, I'm saying, is that do you consider that as social media? If you want, we can call it. What that. is your YouTube? Yeah. Because that's a big number for me. Seven minutes. YouTube a week? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, mine's three hours. He's way <laughs> up there, boy. Yeah. Get them.
2: Yeah. All right, hey, so maybe,
4: maybe I don't use it as much as you think. Can I ask a question? I want to ask a question, and I need everybody, because this is real-life question. Okay. So I've got a fourteen-year-old. Um, what is everyone's opinion? And Dale, uh, you know, you're going to have this, you know, soon, um, about letting your kids be on social media. Like, when is the age in which you let them? And I'm talking by social media. I mean, whatever is their preferred method. I ain't saying my daughter's looking. She never even heard of Facebook and Instagram. Not that interesting to them either. It's TikTok and Snapchat and. Whatever else. They got some other ones. What is everyone's opinion about that? I'd say high school. Probably the earliest. Let them in? Yeah. Let them do that? Yeah. All right. I feel like I got my,
0: like I downloaded Twitter and Snapchat, or not Twitter, but Instagram and all that, like midway through middle school, I would say it was me. But I feel like kids are getting phones earlier and earlier now.
4: That's a fact
0: so that number could be going down. Uh <clears throat> I mean, I'm going
2: to hold off on all of that as long as freaking possible. Um <clears throat> you know, I I feel I mean, <clears throat> I feel like I'm in a little bit different boat than most of the people in this room in the in the case that, you know, my they'll this is a tough conversation, but Me and Amy use social media to promote, Mm -hmm. right? I don't do a lot of my kids' stuff on there, but Amy does, right? And we have an understanding that it's, you know, it's our own decisions how we want to navigate that. We don't have a disagreement. uh, uh, We don't have any misunderstanding. But... I think that <coughs> I think there'll be there's some things I think that'll be inevitable that you won't be able to stop, um, and that's what they see their other friends doing, you know, what they see their other friends enjoying, what they're learning from their other friends, um, and how they can access things on certain certain <coughs> pieces of hardware that they're gonna need for school, um, laptops, all these other things. You know, Kelly would take. Carson's phone away, and she just do everything on her on her on her laptop on her MacBook, right? Right, everything.
3: Yeah.
4: Um. So, I'm talking specifically about social media with, well, the, I, with the way people interact and, and throw around hate and right. And, and Well, all that's what things. I'm talking about. Okay. So,
2: I just I just feel I it's easier for me to say, well, I won't let them use Twitter and then uh, you know twitter's at this age and instagram's at this age and i'm not going to i'm just going to go throw a blanket over everything and say the hardware the uh, access to any of it i can try my hardest to sort of stop that as long as possible and then when that barrier's busted then i can start thinking about specific apps and go i don't want you using this i'd i'd rather you not do this i'm okay and comfortable here you know, and block and tackle.
4: Yeah, and, oh, that's going to happen sooner than when you're. You I think know you're it's prepared gonna, for. Yeah. That I remember, I had to face a decision because my my daughter, ha, more than half the class had a phone, a personal phone, when they were in the third grade. That's early. Third grade, more than half the class. And In fourth, my kid was the only one without one. I mean, and I'm like, wait a second, I wasn't prepared for this. I was thinking that would come, you know, maybe middle schoolish, and then a high school. So by third or fourth grade, I'm having to decide on whether I get her a phone. And that was, that was like way too soon. And then when you get the phone, now, every, you know, I, I'm seeing like I, I had a, an actual problem with now you got fourth graders that are Snapchatting. And 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 doing these things. Well, I've seen what's on I see how those things can be used. I mean, the fact of the matter is there's a lot of dangerous things about that. So then I'm like, well, she can't be on that. We can't we gotta keep her off that. But now it's like, you know, now she's 14 and that's how they communicate. It's not they don't even text message hardly ever. They communicate through like Snapchat texting right. yeah, and yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. AMs. And mm-hmm. and um and it's like, man, and it's just the pressure. As a dad, like to to where do you stand your ground and saying, listen, I think this could be dangerous for you. And I know you don't understand that. And I know you probably I I'm, mean, I'm, you know, you're not happy with me. I get it. But like, again, at the same time, I've got people going, it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. But then you also look at the fact that mental health with the teenagers right now is at an all time high. Like, you know, the, the things that they have to deal with in school, we didn't have to deal with, man. I'm telling you, I don't remember any of this stuff. You know, uh, the school year just kind of started, and, I mean, we're still in football season, right? So it's like that feel that school year's trying to do. I can't tell you how many different seminars the, the entire student body's had to go to, like teenage suicide. Drugs, forget it. It's almost every week they got to have drugs, sniffing dogs, and they're going through metal detectors. We didn't have to put up with that. So where, what is social media's role in that? I, that's the question. I, I don't know, but it is, um, it is, it is hard. I would love to know how other parents are dealing with that. Like, um, and do you just give in so you're liked? I mean, my job isn't to be her friend. My job's to be her dad. Yeah, you're right in the middle of it. It's difficult, man. I'm sorry. You, you, and, and it's going to be something that we all have to yeah, yeah. compare notes my day's to, right? coming.
2: Yeah, it's coming. Um, and you're, you're right in the middle of it, and that must be freaking, you know, that must consume – a lot of your thoughts right throughout the day. Um, You know, I, I, I'm going to say what I say, like, you know, I'm going to try my best, but to your point, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't plug every hole and defend every avenue. And I feel like that, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm probably concerned. I'm probably like, man, I'm most concerned about X. And then I, what ends up being the problem will be why, you know, or, you know, I'm worried about bullying. Yeah. And, you know, how, how, you know, having, s- how mean someone can be or a group of people can be right when it's, when you get uh, people group you know, coming together to, to, to attack somebody. Um, so, but hey, that might not even be what ends up becoming the more challenging issue, right? That could it could be um, something entirely different, and you just I don't know what you do. I just don't know what you do. Yeah, you do best you can.
4: Well, we can move on.
2: I, I mean, we talk about. I I don't want to deter us from talking about those things because, like you say, man, it's note taking. It's it's you know I may hear something that helps me down the road. Um <clears throat> you you know you getting it off your chest and maybe somebody reaches out to you because of what you said today to helps you i'm certain that that will more than likely happen every time that i've ever had a conversation on our podcast where i've not had the answers and i've been like hey i'm having this issue just saying just telling you my experience i've somebody's you know reacted to that and and shared a thought that'll that'll
4: help you you know process it um and so that's more than likely. Maybe. I hope so. I mean, if anybody out there wants to give us advice, we're always open ears. But I, I will. I can tell you this. I mean, I know I said we can move on. But the fact is, is that I think part of it, if I'm being very honest, is that, you know, I, I listen. People t- say some pretty mean things to all of us, frankly. Yeah. yeah. And this year, listen, I see it. I see when people talk their, you know, talk that about me and my role and what I do. And I can't stay like, I I did see a comment even last week um, where I'm sitting there letting you talk about our, uh, your experience in the, in the race car, right? You just, you just run the the race and uh, we were just, and I'm just sitting there listening. And like a commenter says, I hate how Mike Davis acts like he drives a race car. And I'm like, literally in this, in this moment, I'm just listening to the, the one that drives the race car tell me about the experience of the drive race car. So it's like I say to myself, you can't win. There's some people just want to say it just to, just, to, just to get under your skin. And the truth of the matter is, is that as much as we say that it doesn't get under our skin, I think everybody gets under their skin a little bit. I think, you know, nobody likes to just. Some, some people like it fuels them like, a, I don't know, a Kyle Bush or a Denny. They like to, to soak it in. But I don't know, man. Sometimes. So I know how much. Um, venom can be thrown around on social media. And I don't want my kids to be exposed to it because not that, not about what gets thrown my way, but per, but what's potentially gets thrown their way. Yeah, And because I don't think that they're mature enough. They're, their brain doesn't develop until they're 25 or fully developed when it's 25. So what what is their reaction when somebody does that cyber bullying to them? I don't know that they're equipped to be able to handle that. And I know that, You can't prevent bullying all the time. I know you can't. You can't plug every hole. I like that analogy, actually. But you can minimize it by, you know, not going and saying, hey, yeah, here's all the different things that you can go open yourself up to the entire world. And they can just run amok and just say whatever they want to you. And you will see it. And are we expecting kids to be able to just be able to process that for what it is? I don't know, man. I think it contributes to a lot of the problems. So. I don't know. That's why I am struggling with it because it's like I'm 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 trying to decide on where my own experiences have to go up, be applied to their experiences and that's probably unfair to them to some degree but yet it's the reality that I'm dealing with right now. It's a struggle. Yeah.
2: All right, it's time for the White Flag Cars Tour. The Cars Tour. That's that little series, late model stock series that's been running all year long with the pro late models as well. They're coming to their season finale this weekend, and it's at Caraway Speedway. Uh, the championship battles come down to Carson Quapple and Brendan Butterbean Queen. You can tune in on Flow Racing this Saturday at 1.30 p.m. It's in the afternoon, all right? So you get to uh, tune in, watch uh, the Cars Tour, have their season finale at Caraway Speedway. And then uh, that's this Saturday, November 4th. And then you can tune into the Cup Series, and, or the Xfinity Series, I'm sorry, and see how everything goes down there. But <clears throat> make sure you listen to DoorBubber Clear. Action's Detrimental. It's out now this week. Dirty Mo Live will be joined by a few sp- Dirty Mo Live will be joined by a few special guests this week, and you can watch live on YouTube on Wednesday afternoon. Been enjoying those. You guys have yeah. been doing a great job
4: you know, with Dirty Mo Live. We're involved with that fan-controlled racing team. I uh, heard about and, that. And so that's, uh, that's what you can, more previewing that on I'm Dirty curious. Mo Live
2: this week. Um, you know, we'll download the app, and, and we'll push uh, four tires, four tires, four tires. And Andrew's a broadcaster.
0: Yeah, I'll be broadcasting I want, on Saturday.
2: Put in Live three shoot. rounds of wedge. <laughs> three, rounds, three rounds, three rounds, three rounds, three rounds. We're going to tighten this car up.
0: Well, <laughs> the crew chief is opening it up to set up, too. Like, fans can vote on setup before the race. Like
2: he, that, he it's, should. it's super in-depth. I mean, cool. if people are really going to get into this, might as well leave it wide open. Yeah. A new episode of Speed Street will drop this Wednesday. Don't forget, Dirty Mo' Doe is also coming back on Thursday to preview the championship-deciding race at Phoenix. You'll want to hear everything Steve and the team has to say. And then we're going to be back tomorrow with guest Jamie McMurray. He has been requested as a guest for a long time and it's finally happening. Uh, we're going to close this season out with a couple of great guests, and Jamie is one of them. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Check out, check, check,
3: check out Dirty Mo Media.
2: Check out Dirty Mode Media. Mo Media. Mo Media. Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.